be silent yet a space. This is the hour and this the holy place. Within the dark Gethsemane of our years, the miracle of Christmas now appears. The year's biggest is the season's hottest family movie is sale tomorrow. I want a bicycle. Theaters everywhere. The 12 days of... Just in time for the holidays. I remember that year. Still want more? Yeah! You're lucky. They'll still love you when they grow up. What happens? What happened? I'm going to tell you what happened. Hello, and welcome to Ninja Service Podcast, a podcast where once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, Chestnut Appreciation Podcast, I'm your host, Tyler the Lou Ferrigno of this podcast. I am your co-host, Jordan, the new Albano I'm your also host, Kevin, the Lou Dobbs of this podcast. Now, were you aware that Lou Ferrigno competed in the Mr. Olympia contest uh, for over 20 years? I don't... From the 70s through the 90s. I don't know what that is. It's a professional bodybuilding contest. When he wasn't walking around to sad music covered in green paint, he was getting buff and also being on King of Queens. What did your Lou's do? Other than Lou's. What? Lou Dobbs. The, the I, host of I Lou Dobbs Tonight on Fox Business. I was, I was raised among simple mountain folk. I was actually, I, I've never watched an episode of Lou Dobbs Tonight, but his his aura. I admire his aura. Um, Lou Dobbs really has a handle on his chakras and his auras. Um, and I respect that. I mean, you know, you, you don't have to agree with what the man's politics are to say, He's got a baller aura. I heard he was also the inspiration for the Harry Potter character Dobby. <laughs> the full name is actually uh, Lou Dobby. Yeah, actually, he was he did the motion capture for Dobby. He went in <laughs> in a green suit with all the little point things on him, and um, and then and then they they just dubbed over Andy Circus. <laughs> and uh, Lou Albano obviously is uh, most famous for playing. Mario in the uh, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Oh yeah, hey paisanos! <laughs> but it's he also a Super Mario Brothers Super Show. He also played the role of the father in Cindy Lauper's "Girls Just Want to Have Fun," "Goonies Are Good Enough," and Shebop music videos, as well as a cook uh-huh. in the "Time After Time" music video. I had no idea there was that much. Continuity between Cinder Lopper's music videos. Cinder Lopper, entire like C- Cinder Blocker. Cinder, <laughs> Cinder. Wait, how come? How come that was never Sydney? the name of a f- football linebacker? <laughs> Cinder Blocker. Cinder Blocker. I don't know. Not enough parents did, have the forethought to name their children in anticipation of them becoming uh, football players. Did anybody actually watch the Super Mario Brothers Super Show for its own merit, or was everybody just waiting until Zelda came on? No, I no, watched, I, I watched, I watched it. the I got Mario it on VHS from the didn't care video about Zelda place. at all. I never watched the Zelda episodes. Well, excuse me, Tyler. I did like that the Mario episodes established uh, Toads as having the most annoying voice on the planet, and for some reason that's become canon. One time, like, all of them are just like, "Why, Mario? <laughs> I'm the best." One time when we were when we were on vacation, my family was on vacation in Arizona. I got up to watch the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, but forgot to take into account the time difference, and so I sat for an hour watching an an instructional video on tipping 
or an instructional show on tipping, waiting for the Super Mario Brothers Super Show to come on. And now, is this about like the proper amount to tip, or like tipping hacks, like putting five dollars on the table and taking one away every time they screw up, or was it about like when it's appropriate to tip your hat uh, and when it's not? Um, it, it's it was about proper uh, cow tipping technique. Uh, oh, all it's right. It's all about center of gravity. It's all about, um, you know, how loaded their udders are. You got to take that into account because that's going to add some extra mass. Um, the spots, too. You wouldn't think about that. But where the, the spots are positioned uh, on the cow really influence how, how tippable it is. So, as you've probably gathered, this is a versus and would you rather podcast where we take questions submitted by you, the listener, and we hash them out, tip them over here on the show. And so without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from friend of the show, Heather Jetski. Uh, thank you, Heather, who Did sent us a... Did we establish that's her last name? It's, it's Je- definitely it's Jet- Jetski. It's definitely... It's definitely Jetski. It's definitely Yamaha. Uh, <laughs> she is part of the uh, the the Yamaha family fortune. Um, <laughs> Yamaha. Her question is, which is better? Being cozy by the fireplace or cozy in a blanket fort. Go. So would you rather be carefully carefully sat by the fireplace with care or um, engulfed in a Flame blanket fort? fireball? <laughs> a flaming fireball. You're sitting inside the fireplace. Yeah, can we um, assume carefully means there's, there's no chance of us burning? I think that's the same. Well... I don't know. I think that's one of the dangers of being uh, placed by the fireplace with care is that, you know, you're always going to run that fascination with the flames. Like, you're just going to get lost in there, and then you'll start to doze and tip forward, yeah, well, and then next thing you know, Funny, Funny you're, you're anecdote. Uh, Tyler and I were up in Boston with Enter the Critics uh, Matt Schaefer this last weekend. And, Chef uh, Schaefer, as he's known to his friends. <laughs> Chef Schaefer. And... Uh, <laughs> We had a candle lit in our friend Adam's apartment, and Matt had this sudden fascination with fire in that he kept warming his hands over the candle, even though the par- the apartment was perfectly warm, and we had to forcibly remove the candle from him for whatever reason, so... I could totally... Yeah, he, he kind of checked out from conversation there for a while. <laughs> He'd just be like, ooh... I'm going to warm my hands by this candle fire. And, uh, you know, I have a feeling that if we placed him beside a fire, he might just dive right into it. You know, I've had the same kind of sensation with uh, campers when I worked at summer camps. Is that, like, as soon as you start a fire, uh, you know, all they all they want to do is, like, sit and stare at it and, like, poke it with sticks. And The and only thing you jazz. can do to get them to stop is uh, get your male camp counselor with long flowing hair and acoustic guitar and start singing some worship songs that's true <laughs> honoring the fire gods right uh, that's how you get those kids to calm down but with the blanket for i mean yes it's going to be comfortable once you get it set up but there's also a lot of pre-prep that goes into that like you've got to find dining room chairs and brooms and maybe some twine air mattresses you're gonna need, you're gonna need a lot of blankets uh it's you know not one blanket is not enough for a fort and even then once you have it set up you know like there's only so much you can do inside of a blanket fort like you can color you can 
play Game Boy by flashlight. Like, those are the only two options. Uh, uh, no, we're in the 21st century. I can bring out my tablet and watch Netflix. Not only that, no, you're you're neglecting to remember that within blanket forts, there is I'm a... I'm not com- forgetting. I'm neglecting to remember. There is a completely separate set of laws that govern the right. jurisdiction you're, of you're blanket You're in blanket forts. country. Right. So... So and and blanket country, you set the rules. You get in there and you determine the laws. It's like when Joseph Smith went to Utah, he said, "Hey, all you Native Americans, get out of here." And when you build a blanket fort, it's the same way. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, wait. but you see, Kevin, uh, the the Native Americans were also under that assumption. That's why they built their own blanket forts in the form of teepees. And uh, oh, they said, the OG blanket fort. They said that, this has been hey, we're in our blanket fort. We have our own rules. And then right. uh, the U.S. Army went and massacred them all. See, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that's something you're really going to need to look out for if you build a blanket fort. Well, that's why <laughs> that's why Napoleon said God is on the side of whichever army has the biggest blanket fort. Yeah, that is that is also a statistically proven fact. Now it's you're gonna wanna build your an annex to your blanket fort into the kitchen so that you can stake out like a no man's land in the kitchen space that you can use the, the kitchen table as your like uh oh, yeah, your you're United gonna Nations in your own house, but you also right. have access to food. You can form right. treaties with mom who can maybe make you some brownies. Because um, <laughs> that would be baller. <laughs> Uh, one disadvantage of the blanket fort, though, is also you're going to be constantly defending it against girls right. or boys. Yeah. Uh, just you, you know, you can never have two of the same gender in the blanket fort at the same time. There's always going to be a sign on the front that says "No Y crows allowed" or "No double X's." Right. Get out of here. Right. X two two X two no. Um. Yeah, and that's why. Well, that's why. If we're looking at an apocalyptic scenario. You definitely do not want to go blanket fort because you can't repopulate the earth because it's only, you know, no girls allowed. That means no, uh, you know, no preservation of the species. We're all going to die out. Although I would love to see a shot for shot remake of uh, Mad Max. Almost said Mad Max. That is a uh, chain of burrito places around Pittsburgh. Uh, But I would love to see a shot for shot remake where just everyone's in blanket forts. It's never brought up. Being next to the fire, though, you do have the utility of the fire. You're going to be able to make mountain pies. You can in there. roast chestnuts. I'm sorry. You can what? roast chestnuts. Mountain pies. Mountain pies. Uh, do you not know what a mountain pie is, Kevin? I know what a mountain is, and I know what a pie is. When you put all them right. together, have you ever I gone do not... camping? It's, that's Kevin. all it is. Oh, it's a pie made of mountains. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, when I went you know camping, those metal, we ate metal. Food sandwich maker things that you can put like pieces of bread in and then like some cheese in and you shut them you clamp it shut and you shove it into the fire oh yeah and you it makes you have sandwich. to be making them with the clamp yes though. those are called mountain pies <laughs> oh i just call them sandwiches because that's what they are well no but they're in the special sandwich pot a mountain pie created. maker yeah they're somewhere between grilled cheese and bread ravioli um <laughs> You're going to be able to roast marshmallows. You're going to be able to, you know, stick a cup of cocoa on top of the... If you have a wood-burning stove like my family does, just kind of sit it on top of there, let it heat up. There are so many delicious options. I love the Shakespeare quote, bread ravioli is the soul of wit. <laughs> yes. 
It's very true. Um, I try and keep that in mind in all my writing. But you know, you know, you're gonna you're gonna always have a debt if you're by the fireplace. You're always gonna have that debt to Prometheus. You know what? Oh yeah. And if that dude pops around, he's like, "Oh, you enjoying that fire? Maybe you could give me like uh, forty bucks because I gotta hit the slots." And you're like, "Oh, I guess." Uh, isn't Prometheus. he chained? Isn't he chained to the rocks with crows picking out his eyes for all eternity? Um, chained or sorry, rocks meaning the rocks casino in Las Vegas. Yes, yes he is chained there. Truly, you are the one who is Prometheus but, bound. Yeah, and and the chains are metaphorical. He is chained by his addiction to what gamble. About, what about the crows? Uh, <laughs> the crows are the the fantastic drink specials at the rocks casino. They get he just thrown can't right get in his eyes, and boy, do they burn. <laughs> Yeah, well, hey, no, it's not his eyes; up. it's his uh, internal organs. It's so, his... yeah, those drinks, yep. those drinks are just destroying his liver. Yep, very much like crows. Yeah, um, yeah. So, guess what, everybody? We just we just exegeted the some Greek mythology for hey, you. So hey, uh, Cohen Brothers. Next time you want to make a sequel to uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? We got you covered. Hey, Co- oh, next Cohen Brothers movie, Blanket Fort. Actually, no, that's more of a Wes Anderson, uh, the the Grand Blanket Fort uh, hotel. hotel. How about Wes Anderson penned and Coen Brothers directed? Ooh, I want to see so, that. So it's that just like a bunch team. of people getting murdered in like 70s tweed suits? Yeah. In Blanket that's Fort. In Blanket awesome. Fort. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, although yeah, it's a, uh, murder mystery. a fire is going to be... An actual financial burden, because whether you're paying for the gas or you're paying for the wood, you're going to have to keep that thing well stocked. And you're going to, you know, if it's a wood-burning stove, like, hey, that's all well and good, but you're going to have to be venturing out into the cold to fetch more wood, you know, once that bad boy burns down. And probably chop it. Ooh. Pop, lock, and chop it. You know what You know what the, the plus for fire is? You get to chill with Billy Crystal. Oh, yeah. Yes. If you're in Howl's Moving As. Castle. Yes, Calcifer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's gonna have some witty stuff to say. And you, uh, you can you, only oh. you can only get Billy Crystal on your fire if you offer your heart to the demon that he is. Oh shit! <laughs> is that what is that what he said to his wife on their wedding day? Yeah, there comes a time only... in all of our lives when we have to offer our heart to Billy Crystal. You can only get Billy Crystal if you offer your heart to the demon that is me, honey. I wrote, Man, I, I, wrote, I, wrote, I really I wrote question bows. how many of our listeners actually watch Studio Ghibli films. So nobody's going to get that. How many? How? <laughs> you guys are um, awful. All right. Let's 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 take a vote. Uh, Jordan, what are you going with? Uh, I'm going to go with... Or you can just keep playing with your mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play with my mustache uh, as I am wont. But I'm also going to go with Blanket Fort. If only because... Unless I have two fires, only one side of me will stay warm. Ooh, that's a good <laughs> point. I am going to go with uh, fire, though, because I am assuming this is a wood-burning stove. And it is, you know, even if it's a bit of a, a burden to keep it going, like, it just, there's something about that smell and that warmth and that, you know, that tantalizing vision of flames engulfing once living objects that really just sucks me in also i've i've accepted billy crystal into my heart kevin i'm going with fire because uh with the blanket for it all it takes is one grown-up to just lift a blanket off of your your broom buttresses 
But if there's anything that adults are weak against, it's fire. So all you gotta oh, yeah, that's keep true. them away is just throw some fire in their face. They're also now weak against fairy type ever since. Um, oh, so, <laughs> so, so fire type yeah. and uh, fairy type. Because um, no so, adults believe in magic because they've killed the child in their heart. So thank you, Heather, so much for your question. And next time you have to choose between staying cozy by the fireplace or cozy in a blanket fort, go ahead with that fireplace. You're going to be glad you did. Also, uh, does, anyone, does anyone know whether or not uh, Billy Crystal was the original diamond in the rough? Uh, uh, no, Lou Diamond was the original diamond. Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh, that's yeah. true. Our next question comes to us from Aaron Reach. Thank you so much, Aaron, who wants to know, and this is helpful for holiday shopping, which is the better deal, 40% off or buy one, get one free? Go. Well, for, which for, was, like, buy one, get one free is obviously because that is that is like a 50%. Yeah, but no, you get well, two. What if it's what if you only want one thing? Exactly. Why would you like, ever want many one times, thing? I'm sorry, that's communist times, talk. That is. How many... How many scenarios are there where with the buy one, get one free, like if it's an identical object, you actually want the second one? Here's the thing. If you're if you're if this deal is at a Hispanic grocery, like most of my deals are, um, <laughs> that's where you got all your Christmas. They haven't here, actually right? programmed the scanner to make it only register if you buy two things. So essentially, it's just a 50 percent off thing. Now, I can see the logic if you're buying like ski poles. Okay. <laughs> Buy one get one. That's great. Uh huh. Or like what about mittens. what about mail order brides? Don't know why Again, they're selling them. Why wouldn't you want two for the price of one? Exactly. Um. But you know, with most things, like you're gonna wind up with that second one and be like, "Well, it's a deal," but then you don't have anything to do with it. Unless, of course, like you know, it's something that you're gonna like. Like if you're really confident, like, "Oh, I bet I'm gonna love this book." I'll get a copy for my cousins so we can both read it and gift gifted. And that's great. But like, usually if you're buying something, it's not like you have that knowledge. And if it's like a piece of clothes, you don't want some doppelganger running around stealing your stuff. No, no, but that's, I was just going to mention, that's the thing. So if you know you're a passionate person, right? And you're like, okay, well, I'm going to buy, get a buy one, get one of this shirt. Cause I know that when somebody offends my honor, I'm going to tear my clothes in two. <laughs> and so I'll just have a backup shirt right there ready for me. So you're just safeguarding right. against invariable look, hulking out. Look, know thyself, said like everybody back in the day, and that must mean that it's true. So know yourself. It's true that you know yourself. Yeah, know, know if you're going to rip them clothes or, you know, so like I love after I drink a great glass of scotch to just throw the glass on the ground and just break it, shatter it everywhere. It's how I know also, things are good. When Kevin when Kevin plays video games, he likes to buy <laughs> two consoles. Like, for instance, he's he's gonna take the buy one get one here when he gets the PS4, so that when he gets real mad uh, at playing PlayStation Four, he can just pick it up and smash it on the ground and right. rest assured or, he has a second one to play. Or if with. you want a real life example, I would buy a buy one get one on controllers. Back when they still had cords, because if I was losing its soul caliber against my brother, I would just strangle him with a controller cord, and I would have a different. Kevin's blood gets into the button. Right, Kevin never never played soul caliber again. As much as I tried to get him to play with me, he would always refuse. Yep, I know. Again, know that. 
had no problem with uh, the old Smash Brothers. That's right. I <laughs> where just he resigned. would continually gall it. Yeah, but... I just resigned myself to being terrible at that. <laughs> hey, you can jump off the edges in Soul Calibur 2. Uh, yeah, it's a lot harder specifically to do, Specifically Soul Calibur 2. Um, but uh, with that 40% off, you're going to be able to, you know, what if, you know, you are in a magical scenario where you need to buy three televisions uh, because you know that you're going to break at least two throwing your Wiimote. Um, Which you is... know, with that 40% off, you're going to be able to really bulk up. Yeah, but like you have to math it. Yeah, and you guys, Kevin, you're a comm major exactly. and Tyler's an English major. Man, it's it's tough to... You got to take a tenth of uh, what you're purchasing and then multiply it by four. That's a two step process. And then subtract it. Take a a tenth of your grain and a tenth of your honey. Um, Uh, Tyler, I've always cared about buying one, getting one free, or tithing. I've always cared more about how much I save than how much it actually costs at the end result. But I don't feel like you're saving much of anything with a buy one, get one. You're just getting two of it. Well, but here's the thing. Like, with the 40% off. They're just unloading off, their stock on you. With 40% off, though, it's like, look, that's such an awkward number. It's like, just give me 50% off. Why Why are you trying to Why are you trying to haggle me down, business? Well, like, well they probably, like, bought grateful. it at they half price wholesale. They could have charged you 30% off instead hey, of 40 You know what would be great? Full? Full of great? 50% off. <laughs> You know what would be even better? Free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, businesses. Why don't you just give me my how about, product How about you free? do something to support the consumer out there instead of just yeah. trying to make money all the time? Yeah. Capitalism. Thanks, Obama. Um, I don't know. Like, with the BOGO, I feel like, I don't know, I'm always oh, pressured no. to buy multiples. Like, if I just want a one-off on something... I'd rather have that 40% and be like, okay, I get what I want. I don't pay as much. Whereas with BOGO, like, even if it's, you know, like, oh, buy one shirt, get one free, you know, then it's like, ah, oh, now i got to decide on another shirt. Man, That's difficult. BOGO but, is a dangerous game, especially when you're out. The most dangerous hold game. Up. You're, out, you're out doing appetizers at your local uh, appetizer yeah. <laughs> steakhouse. <laughs> That's disgusting that we both thought of the exact same bastardization of that word. You're you're at Ruby Tuesdays and you got Bogo on the the super slider meal, and now you've got double the amount of sliders. That's just gonna f- literally feed into your obesity problem. By the oh, way, that's true. Um, okay, so you guys brought up a great point of why buy one get one. This buy one get one is the worst deal. Because it enables people to say the word BOGO, which is the oh, yeah. dumbest word. Like, has anybody sounded intelligent or attractive or uh, desirable in any way saying the word BOGO? Like, now, oh, I'm on, just going to get the, the BOGO pizza all, deal. Isn't that true of all four-letter acronyms? Like YOLO. Or NATO. Or BYOB. Frodo. Or... Uh, RSVP, uh, t- they all t- sound dumb. T T T L Y, B B Q, B B King Q, B B K Q, G T F O. They are all pretty awful. F F T D D, U T D H T T P S T D S. All right, we need to take a vote on this, Kevin. Which are you gonna go with? I, I am gonna go with the forty percent off. Um, 
the fortieth percent. I am I am gonna go with forty percent off because um, British people spell percent as two words. Percent. So you get forty percent off percent. Right. So forty percent off percent is like a thousand dollars. They give they owe you a thousand dollars. Each cent is now point six cents. That's it's a hay, hay penny. It's a hay penny. Yeah. Yeah. Dang it. What yeah. is wrong with us today? Uh, Jordan? Uh, I'm going to go with 40% off because most of the times when I buy something, I only want one of it. And I am also going to go with 40% off because I I, I don't want to bother putting in coupon codes and, you know, picking out multiple things or deciding, you know, like, oh... Uh, I guess this indie band CD that I'm buying isn't going to be as indie as it used to be because now i got to gift one to a friend. Like I just want them 40% off. So thank you so much for your question, Aaron. And next time you have to choose between 40% off or a buy one, get one free, go ahead with that 40% off. You're going to be glad you did, unless you actually wanted to, in which case buy one, get one free is a better deal. We're so sorry. Um our next question actually comes from the uh, Would You Rather Reddit. I've been going on there a little bit, and they've got some some fun questions. And it was submitted by Alpha Victor eighty seven. So thank you, Alpha Victor, who wants to know: Nailed it. Would you rather be stranded in the middle of the desert or in the middle of the ocean? Go. And this is desert, not dessert. <laughs> you know, well. <laughs> Wait, this is not a again. deserted island scenario. Would you rather be stranded in the middle of the desert or in the middle of the ocean? Because technically the middle of the ocean is both, uh, you know, lengthwise and depthwise. So really the middle of the ocean is like, you know, 40 leagues down or whatever. No, yeah, you're actually I, don't, I don't think that's the case. Going around with Captain Nemo. Um, 40,000 leagues under the so, sea. Like looking 20, at squids and stuff. And Tyler. Sixty thousand leagues under the sea. No, yet no. no Forty thousand the the is the sequel. Yeah, it's ah! so good. <laughs> Tyler, the... we need to leave. One of <laughs> one of us has to leave today. Two men enter. Only one may stay. Uh, center. If of the you're ocean. in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, you're you're the king of Trash Island. Oh yeah, the most specific. Ocean. You're the king of New York. That's pretty well, cool. that's, you know, what are you, if you're in the middle of the ocean, like, okay, maybe you're floating around on debris, a la Titanic. Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. Uh, oh, wait. Maybe you're they on a boat. They I don't didn't know. specify which ocean. Maybe they meant the middle of all oceans, in which case so you're, the center the, of the earth. you're at the center of the earth, which means you're down there with Brendan Fraser. Wait. And, oh, yeah. And whoever uh-huh. else was in that crappy movie. Uh, I thought it was actually, um, like, Vishnu or whoever who's in the middle of the was, just, like, pressing a bunch of buttons with all their arms. All I know is The Rock was in the sequel. Well, there were a lot of rocks, Jordan. And they called it the Journey 2. They dropped the center of the earth part. <laughs> Journey 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> when, yeah. when you can't beat the earth, break it. <laughs> oh wow, Seth Myers was in Journey to the Center of the Earth. Uh Josh I, Josh Peter Hutcherson was in uh Journey to the Center of the Earth. Peter Malark was in Journey That's to the Center of the I Earth. That's what I just said. Oh, I thought you were actually referring to someone whose name was Peter. I don't know the actual actor's names. Uh, um Yeah. So middle of the ocean, you're gonna have the advantage of international waters. <laughs> you're gonna be able to do whatever you want, marry a horse, go bananas. 
Eat yeah, fireworks. Good luck it's getting a life. horse out to the middle of the ocean. Well, you, you can you know, lead you a horse on... to that water, but you can't make him marry you. You can make him jet ski. <laughs> you, you can, can make him Heather you jet can, ski. You can lead a horse to water, and you can only make him jet ski. This is the only <laughs> not, activity. Not agreed to, not agreed to write his own vows. No. Um, if you're in the mis- middle of the desert, uh, you know you're gonna have a hard time finding food. Uh, presumably. Uh, if you're in the middle of the ocean, at least you're going to have, you know, fishing to be done. Oh, but you might also be shark bait. Like, that's that's a real danger of being in the middle of the ocean. You're probably going to have to tread a lot of water, too, if you're not on some kind of flotation device. If you're not part of a flotilla. But you know what? Flotilla the Hun. When you're in the desert, you're going to have to contend with all those scorpions and their scorpion king. Oh, yeah. Who as you may remember, is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So the, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to be there no matter what you well, do. Well, yeah. He's stranded in no, the middle in of the ju- ocean yeah, or we, in the middle of the desert with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's he's in Journey 2, and he's in the middle of the... Wait, what, what movie is he in the middle of the desert in? Uh, in, in The King. Mummy 2. Oh, yeah, Scorpion King. King. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, but in, in Journey 2, Mysterious Island, he is going to be helping you get out of there. Um, and maybe tossing out some. Presumably, this mysterious island is dead center in the middle of an ocean. So, yeah. In uh, the middle of the desert, he's going to be performing an elaborate sting, uh, where he pretends to be your daughter for a number of years. Oh, and Sting will and be there. Out your money. Sting will also be there because the middle of the desert is also the planet Dune. <laughs> yeah, he will also be performing um, as Sting. But you know, like, okay, with. With the ocean, at least you are going to get so healthy up in there because you are going to have plankton and kelp to eat, and you're just going to be treading water every second of the day. Your glutes and delts and pelts and and gartoids are going to be so smashed. You are going to be awesome, and you're going to get out of that water eventually, and the island women on on the mysterious island are just going to be like, "This is a this is a creature I must possess." <laughs> and then you'll you'll be their love slave. Exactly. You'll be able to filter krill only if you grow your mustache to just an obscene length. <laughs> like you can't once catch it otherwise. Once you get onto that island, you know it's just it's it's going to be tough. You know, once they see that you have this like walrus equivalent of a mustache, they're going to be like, "Ooh, gross! I can't even can't can't even find his mouth for keeson." Um. In the middle of the desert, you're probably also being held captive um, on a slave barge, though. Oh, uh, yeah. You're gonna have to deal with Yabba the Hut, and and also the um, the worst and stupidest and goofiest death in the entire Star Wars septilogy or sextilogy. Yes, the death of Salicious Crumb. Exactly. When he doesn't even have a chance to fight from. Oh my gosh! Explodes so ridiculous. Along Does with the rest of the passengers. Legs? Salacious Crumb? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a little impy. Yeah, he's a Muppet. All Muppets have Why didn't he run away? Well, because he was in a boat and it blew up. No, he was so... See, and this is... A lot of people forget the backstory this is actually, of Salacious Crumb. Is that he yeah. was so loyal to Jabba the Hutt because Jabba saved his family from the Wookiees on Kashyyyk. Originally, he was an immigrant to Kashyyyk. Uh, yeah. Salacious sure Crumb was. You, you mean Tatooine? 
Um, no, no. He was originally from Tatooine. His parents moved to Kashyyyk because they wanted to be Christmas tree, or sorry, Wookiee Life Day tree farmer. Farm they growers. had to leave in the in the uh, the wake of Order Number Sixty Nine or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> Order Number Sixty Nine was a lot different. <laughs> What, what was the number? How do you remember? 66. Close enough. 69 was the order for all the Clone Wars troopers to get down. Um, uh, they were, since they were all clones, they would literally be getting down with their bad selves, correct? Right. <laughs> because they're also evil. Well, yeah, they reproduced by budding. So just like a just, little Boba Fett would just, just hooking pop up with their buddies. Their face. Um, I believe that's what it's called. When you have a friends with benefits right relationship, it's called budding. Another thing um, about being in the middle of the desert, though, uh, I feel like you'll even if you're in the middle of the desert, you're gonna have a better chance of finding fresh water than in the middle of the ocean. What? Like you just you bear grills it, you dig a hole, you put some you plastic wrap on it, it, and you pee. All you, gotta do, pee on everything. Oh, all you gotta good do. All you gotta do in the ocean is just boil some water, though. You have tons. You're of water. in the ocean. Like which, maybe if you have a boat, which bands gonna are going to be able to serenade you in in the desert? You're going to have Oasis, so you're going to get some Wonderwall <laughs> uh-huh, going on. Uh-huh, yep, uh huh. Yeah. What do you got in the ocean? Well, you're going to have waves. Is um is that a band? I have never heard of waves. Uh, yes, it's a band. Um, you're going to have Deep Blue Sea. The soundtrack to Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> soundtrack to Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> so that's going to be a thing. Uh, sea shanties. Oh, you know what? You're going to have sea wolf. Hold on. Oh, you're going to have to deal with sea wolves. But sea shanty, like, there is nothing more romantic than a good sea shanty. You know, like, like, I know. 20, you you settle down. 21 chests on a dead man's chest or whatever. You let that, um, you let that seaweed ferment and, uh, you know, the alcohol form to make a nice sea shanty. Yeah. Uh, Kombucha, kombucha kelp wine. So good. And it Tyler, just you're thinking of a, a right sea Chianti. I don't even know what I'm thinking of. I thought I was. You're thinking of a sea Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I'm thinking of a sea cucumber. Oh well, that's a thing. Okay, so at least in the desert, you got mirages, so you can you can at least pretend that you're hanging yeah, out with Keanu Reeves. What's that? <laughs> that that is yeah, that is exactly what a mirage is. Oh, also, that every every once in a while, the sun hits the dunes in just such a way that you see Keanu. <laughs> I thought you said you you see a mirage that you've become Pope. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, shoot, I don't think me. anyone has gone on a spirit journey in the middle of the ocean, but everyone um, in the desert goes. Ev- everyone those, from the lost the, city of Atlantis did. The peyote cacti are right there. Oh yeah, you're so gonna advantage have in the desert. Advantage desert. You can get high. What are you going to get high on in in the middle of the ocean? Life seaweed. Seaweed. The You're gonna thrill... smoke seaweed. Yeah, that that dank, <laughs> that, dank seaweed. That dank sea herb. Oh, you know what though? When you're stuck in the middle of that ocean, there there are gonna be schools, and by schools I mean pods of dolphins just coming up to laugh at you, and then oh, and then yeah, swim yeah. away. You know, like... little known fact that dolphins are the um... dolphins are the jerks of the sea. It's true. That's that's why you know tuna corporations don't tell you. That's why they keep netting them. Well, they'll, they'll because they just they're fed up with their ridicule. They'll borrow money from you, and then 
never pay you back and just be like, oh, what money? I don't remember that. I don't remember you lending me that. And then they laugh because they know. <laughs> All right. Because you don't keep a book of accounts for lend- lending to dolphins. You don't. That's true. Oh, shoot. Not, Is that my problem? Oh, crap. Kevin. That's my problem. All right. We need to vote on this. I am going to go ahead and go with the middle of the desert because it's going to be – you're going to be out in the sun either way. In the desert, at least, you know, I have a chance of, like, coming across some bugs or mammals or plants that I can eat. In the ocean, I'm, I'm yeah, good at there's diving. nothing that lives in the ocean. Not a dang it's thing. It's going to be a lot more work. You're going to – you're going to yeah. – you're going to be floating around and treading water, and everything is going to be faster than you. On the land, at least you have a chance and can find stuff you can make weapons out of. Jordan? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, living in the desert because I've been through the desert on a horse with no name. <laughs> yes. And it felt good to be out from the rain. <laughs> That's yeah. the next line of the song. <laughs> and it felt good. Song over. <laughs> <laughs> and don't it feel good yeah. through the desert on a horse with no name and it felt good Kevin I'm going with desert cause um, I am definitely gonna come across the remains of a pharaoh tomb and then I'm gonna find Laura Croft in there and then she's gonna agree oh no me. oh no can I change oh, my yeah. vote can I change my vote in the desert yes. we're gonna be stuck with Matthew McConaughey in the movie Sahara I want out. <laughs> oh, uh, Mr. Soderbergh. But in reality, he's trying to find a dried up um, ocean, I think, with like gold doubloons in Mr. it. I think that was Soderbergh. a plot of the movie. I think today would be a good opportunity. Real, real talk. Sure to... If Christopher Nolan is the guy who turns Matthew McConaughey into a legit actor, that's just a terrifying. Wait. It, does Christopher, does Christopher, Christopher Nolan. Nolan have no limit of what he can do? Yes. Hold up. What's, hold Matthew up. McConaughey What's is the star of Nolan's next film, Interstellar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold up, guys. In the new Ben Affleck Batman, Matthew McConaughey is the Joker. Oh my gosh! Uh, you you want to know how I got these scars? Uh, I was I was deadlifting two hundred pounds, working on my pecs, and uh, working on my jaw. Dang. Dang, weights just slip right off. Cut me in the face. Also, I'm gonna kill your girlfriend now. Why? Why so serious? <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much, um, Reddit user Alpha Victor eighty seven. Do we have a Reddit? No, I was just on the Would You Rather Reddit. Uh, you were probably reading about Dune at that point when I mentioned that. Yeah, probably. Um, was. Thank you so much for your question, and the next time you, listener, have to choose between being in the middle of the desert and the middle of an ocean, go ahead and go for the middle of the desert. Uh, even if you have to spend time with Matthew McConaughey, at least, you know, you can you can eat him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take out the heart, bring down the beast. Uh, our final question comes to us from friend of the show, Eric Terribio. Thank you so much, Eric, who wants to know, would you rather be a super spy or super fly? <laughs> Go. I was really hoping that was going to be the question, and I'm so glad it is. Super spy versus super fly. Now, I'm guessing that this precludes you as a spy from being super fly. Like, I think the best you could go for is suave, but that's that's different from being being fly. 
if you're if you're suave, then then people want to be with you. If if you're fly, then people want to be, be you. you. Yeah. yeah, that's the yeah, yeah. that's the Webster's definition of fly. Uh huh. Yep. That and to elevate oneself uh, at high velocities. Um, and a film starring Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> By the way, don't mind me, but I will be listening to Curtis Mayfield's Superfly for uh-huh. the entirety of yep. this question. And also reading the entire Wikipedia for Superfly the film. Well, somebody's got to answer the Superfly side <laughs> so of it. I'll just, I'll just monologue for, for the next but, 10 minutes. But, well, that's the thing. Okay, so you're, you're, at, you're at opposite ends of the spectrum here. If you're a super spy, you are going to be spying on and eventually apprehending you're you as Superfly, young blood priest. Uh, oh yeah, the, the, the cocaine dealer from the movie. That's true. But you know, if you're Superfly, chances are you're going to wind up using that power for evil at some point. <laughs> plus, okay, I, I oh gosh, the a giant plus to Superfly is that in the seventies, according to seventies film, every single person knew karate, and I would love to live in a world that that was true. Also, the tagline for Superfly is, never a dude like this one. He's got a plan to stick it to the man. The man. Oh, but a super spy is the man. He's the, oh, he's the working for the man. you can get. Well, you don't know. He's a super spy. Maybe he is the man, and maybe he just they took away his name and gave him a number. He's constantly watching you. And for business, that, <laughs> that if I was a super spy, I want I would want my codename to be Double O the Man. What kind of name uh, is Young like Blood as, Priest? I feel like as a super spy, you're going to be able to travel more. Like you're going to see the world. That would be pretty cool. Unless you're one of those lame spies that is just like doing internet spying stuff. Which come on, that's that's not a super spy. Um. You're going to see the world, but it's also going to be a lot more dangerous. Like, there's always going to be a chance, no matter how super of a spy you are, of somebody catching you, and they're going to be torturing you. And that's, that's no fun. See, but you know what? If you're super fly, people are always going to be trying to topple you because you're the king of cool. People are always oh, going to yeah. be trying to claim that throne. And they're going to yeah. be, you know, waterboarding you and all kinds of stuff to try to get you to, to renounce your, your flyness. Do They're you... constantly going to be on the lookout for uh, like sleep my, with by the way, bear. My favorite, my favorite funk band is Flyness and Lucy. <laughs> is uh, that an actual band? No, but I wish it was. Is super fly, being superfly is that going to confer upon you the power of super flight? Um, <laughs> Su- only super flight being can... divine as what, as opposed to regular flight. You cannot fly through the air with the greatest of ease, but you can fly from a lame scenario. Um, faster than than a speeding bullet yeah, you can get out of there you can like get the temperature of a room and be like Mm-mm-mm. this I, I, is not where i want i want to fly with the greatest of skis and just be like hey ladies how's thought, it going i thought you meant like snow skis <laughs> as the super spy though what if you're just like really really socially awkward super spy like there you have no flyness whatsoever you just kind of you know you're really good at like cracking safes and plungering up walls but when it comes to you know interacting with the ladies you're just kind of you know foot and mouth no nah, you're you're disease. still a super spy i mean either one of these you're going to be great with the ladies mm, that's true there's no i mean 
Is Austin Powers really good with the ladies? No, he's just a super spy. So he's an international man of mystery. Well, and, that's all. And he here's needs. the thing: when you're a super spy, you're going to be able to get a bunch of intel and research all your ladies to know all about them. But if you're super yeah, fly, because you ladies know. like nothing better than when you research them without their exactly their, uh, knowledge or approval. But if you're super fly, you just know. By the way, Jordan, I've been listening to that song this entire time, and it is making this question fantastic. Oh yeah, no, so, it just right. finished for me. So if you're I'm um, restart it, yeah, if you're listening at home, if you're playing the home game, um, just uh, rewind back to the beginning of this question. Turn on Curtis Mayfield's Superfly. For this entire question, just loop it, and you're going to have yourself a good time. And grab yourself a cold 45, by the way, because it works Um, every time. I have it going now as well. This is delightful. Um, Let's think about, like, retirement scenarios, though. With the super spy, like, you either die in the field of duty. All right, I can't listen to this anymore. It's making me laugh. Um, With as being a super spy, you're either going to die in the field or well, no, no, you retire. won't. You're gonna die another day. Oh, die another day. Well, still, it's gonna get to the point where, like, and even you then, can't... You, you only live twice. <laughs> you're <laughs> gonna get to a point um, where you're like no longer mobile. Well, in like, your retirement, yeah. you can you can take on a job as being a moonraker. Dang it! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You are going to probably be able to have a, um, you are probably going to be able to have, like, I don't know, a high-paying job in the government. That'll be, that'll be nice. If you're super fly, like, you've been popular all through your, your young adult years, your teenage, your 20s. Maybe now you're, like, maybe you had a period as a silver fox, but eventually you're just going to be, like, you know, king of the neighborhood. Let's talk gadgets, though. Because if you're super Ooh, fly, if you're super fly, you're probably gonna have a sweet hat, maybe a cane, pimp cane, well, feathers, but, the pimp feathers, cane, plenty of feathers. Uh, robe. The, the pimp cane you is gonna have wear a, a robe or fur or fur robe, right? Is that what those canes actually were? They were just like a very long Claudeville style. Yeah. You can probably get into the player haters ball. Um, now is this a ball where players, uh, where player haters hang out? Because yes. that sounds like the opposite of fly. Don't hate the player. Ooh, hate the game. got some some huge sunglasses that emit pheromones that make you irresistible to ladies. <laughs> That's how the pros do it. Exactly. Um, the pheromone glasses. You got you got your you got your shoes that have fish in them. Presumably, you got to feed be, those fish though. You're going to be eligible for affirmative action because. <laughs> Because you're so fly that you're just everybody says affirmative to you. You're just like yeah. I can't well, say you're no a to yes you, man. Yeah, no one can say no to your charm. Um, now is it is it super fly or super fly? It's super fly. Either way. okay. See, no, no, it can't be that then because that's like white guy cool, and that doesn't actually exist. That's a contradiction in terms. As the super spy, though, you're gonna have you know um, invisible ink. Lasers and wait, pens. Wait. Rocket We've car. been reading this all wrong. This is Superfly or Super's Pie. Oh. It's a pie made by superheroes. Oh, no. I, no, oh, it's, it's a pie made soup by... It's Fly. It's a uh, restaurant where you have to choose between a side of soup or a dead fly. Now, Kevin, <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's a pie one. made by your uh, low-income housing superintendent. Uh-huh. 
It's the super spy. Uh-huh, yep. Mine's name is Angel. I feel like if you're a super spy, though, you're never truly going to be out to rest. Because you're going to have so many international secrets and enemies and things that you're always going to have to be on guard. Are you yeah, kidding me? Fly is loved money. by all. No, but you you always have to be on the cutting edge of cool. If anyone surpasses you on your your dope fly knowledge of what's good, you're done. You're right. not super you fly came out with a new dope fly this week. You're the earliest of early adopters. Right. Mm, you true. have to adopt an Asian baby every week. I don't know. You because could always play it cool and be like, oh, this is just a new fad. You know, I'm going to stay strong here. Don't worry. It'll come back. And through your confidence, it will come back. You can say you're retro and vintage. All right. We need to take a vote on this. Jordan, what are you going with? Superfly. Uh, black people are cooler than white people. <laughs> see, see, black people superfly like this. But white people superfly like this. <laughs> Kevin, uh, you know I, I'm gonna go with Super Spy because uh, you're racist. If you're a Super Spy, you can also be Super Fly vis-a-vis Black Dynamite. But if you're Super Fly, you can't be a Super Spy. Because the man's already got tabs on you, if you, if you uh, do. Oh, that's true. If you do. And I am going to go with Superfly as well, because I would like to know um, how it feels once in my life to be cool. I read too many books. And also, just like, I don't, I don't, I don't want a dangerous spy lifestyle. Like, I just, just kind of want to chill out. Give me a break, people. So, thank you so much for joining us. For another episode of Ninjas vs. Bugus, if you would like to ask us, blah, if you would like to ask us a question, uh, you can email us at ninjas versus podcast. That's versus vs. No period podcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook.com/slash ninjas versus podcast. We also post uh, some things that we find around the net that are funny. There, I've been putting some Charles Barkley uh, Space Jam remixes up there recently, uh, so you can check that out. You can also find us on formspring.me slash ninjas versus podcast or hit us up on Twitter at ninjas versus podcast or be eligible for the tweet of the week with the MVP hashtag. Jordan, do we have a tweet of the week? Uh, we got some unfinished business to attend to. Uh, Tolia informs us that uh, Olga is just a colleague of his. She's also teaching English. And the tweet of the week, non, non, non-listener edition, is from Yarnball, who says, Boys, don't forget your first guy-girl practice is tomorrow from 5 to 6 p.m. Get pumped. Get pumped. You're finally going to be girls. And apologies to Tolia. Um, she did look slightly like uh, I mean, Kenzia, she was blonde and, and Russian, so... Which is, or maybe she was Dutch. I'm not sure. I, yeah, judging by her Twitter handle. Um, so hit us up on there, uh, Kevin. Do we have a follower of the week? We do. It's at parenting. <laughs> really? So there you go. Um, the entirety of parenting is yep, telling us. Now. Yep, what, are, what uh, are they all about? Their description is. Uh, Use the talents you possess. 
for the woods would be very silent if no birds sang except the best. Oh, wow. Use How the talents to... you possess, for the woods would be very silent if no birds sang except the best. So give your children singing lessons. So, hey, maybe the next time you write a poem, make sure that, that the lines are of equal length, because otherwise it sounds weird. Um, also, uh, our 100th episode is coming up, as is our Christmas episode. Our Christmas episode is going to be next week, so please um, go ahead and... Send us your Christmas-themed questions. Uh, we always have a fun time with that episode. And we and, need uh, them. We've, <laughs> we need them. We've gotten a few already, but please uh, send them our way. Um, also, also, our 100th please, episode is coming Please up. submit some more uh, Christmas movie-related questions. I remember our first uh, Christmas episode had, uh, what was it, Marv vs. Harry? Uh, oh some, yeah, Home Alone. Give us some stuff like that, like uh, you know, give us like uh, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation related question or something like that. Or how about uh, you know Ebenezer Scrooge versus the Grinch or something? Or uh, something about getting a BB in your eye. I neglected to mention that Parenting's website is listed as www.tedrubin.com/category/divorced-dad. So what? Sorry, Ted Rubin. So bummer. But because oh, that's good, funny because parenting is for Parenting Magazine. So maybe he spelled parenting wrong. Um. Also, uh, speaking of Christmas movies, check out uh the new Christmas movies. Well, sorry, Xmas movie soundtrack album came out. It's the Fog of Your. It is a Christmas ambient album, which I had no idea how much I wanted it until I started listening to it. It's really, really good. It's a perfect soundtrack for wrapping gifts, uh, anything like that. You'll hear some of those songs in our outro this week. But go download that. Throw them some, some monies, whatever your monies are. And, you know, have a good time getting the Christmas spirit. And our 100th episode is coming up. Again, uh, questions for that. Uh, we invite any kind of meta questions, questions about the show. But more than anything, we would love for it to be, uh, what's the um, appendix, appendum, when you, like, correct things? Uh, an addendum? or uh... We'd love to have an addendum episode where tell us what, how we've been wrong. Some corollaries. Tell us, <laughs> tell us uh, what we haven't uh, considered uh, with questions in the past, times that you've gotten angry. Uh, times where you've disagreed with us and we would be happy to uh, tell you how you're look wrong. back into any of those. Tell you how you're wrong or maybe uh, reevaluate our answers. So please um, send us stuff for that. Rate, review, iTunes, all that good stuff. And I think that covers everything. And so our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme. Ninjas versus blanket forts. Go. Uh, I've seen the movie Houseu, and uh, <laughs> in this film, uh, the house is kind of alive, and one of the girls is literally uh, smothered to death by mattresses. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the blanket fort. If it if it comes to life, it's a dangerous thing. Kevin, you know what? I'm going with blanket fort because. Uh, we must protect this house is what the blanket fort would say. And you can't, you got nothing on that. If you're a ninja. Um, 
And I am going to go ahead and go with blanket forts as well because as soon as those ninjas uh, get inside, they're they're gonna put down their shuriken and just start cutting adorable little snowflakes and shuriken foldouts because like it's you can't have aggression in a blanket fort unless there's a pillow fight, in which case it becomes only aggression. But anyway, I guess what I want to say is. Swords don't work on blankets. I so, guess what we're trying to say is go home and hug your family, everybody. Go home and hug your family because they'll probably be killed by ninjas. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us. As ever, I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time, dynamite, dynamite. Yeah, I've been listening <laughs> to the, uh, the Black, Black Dynamite, dynamite theme for like, movie literally so the past 10 minutes after I finished Superfly. <laughs> I just assume that you're listening to or watching a YouTube video at all times. Preferably while also reading the video. Dynamite! Dynamite! I have yet to see that video. It's so freaking uh, okay, good. Okay, Tyler, when you come when you come over uh, in January, um, I'm watching it. Also, Seth, Seth wants to watch uh, Godfather Part 2 since we watched it last year. Um, we, we shrink away from human touch and we generally don't regard orphans and widows very kindly. So, 